Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the From the Finney podcast with me, Jake, me, Ollie, and me, Dan, and me, Ben. So, in this slightly later and slightly longer episode than usual, uh, the four of us are going to be reviewing the second month to the season. Are we good? Yep. Yeah, not bad, thanks, Jake. Bad. Very busy. Good. Yeah, you keep telling me. Very busy. <laughs> Always got time for peony, though. Yeah, settling into work, all right. Working life. Yeah. Good. good. So, no, I've, I've seen every peony game in September, now, so I'll be a bit of use on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's handy. Yeah. How are you, Dan? You good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Still slowly moving in, but we're almost there now. Settling in as well. Yeah. Good. And second, no, second, yeah, second fan guest on the pod. Ben, how are you? Feels like a privilege. Yeah, I'm good. Good. Uh, Preston's doing well at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know Ben, uh, you may know him on Twitter as, is it PNE Ben HD? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and probably more of you will know him on YouTube. How many f- subscribers is it? Uh, I think we're nearly at 23,000 now. We're getting there. That's bad. When, when I used to watch you, you were on like 3,000, maybe four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the whole of Deepdale listening to like a video. I know, yeah, that's crazy. Mad. That's crazy. That's uh, more than the City game, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the yeah. Deepdale. Yeah. yeah. Good going. How long have you been doing it? Uh, I don't. It'll have been like three or four years now something like that mm. mostly looking into like championship content and stuff like that but yeah we, we were talking before weren't we Ben we started doing YouTube at a very similar time I was doing absolute dog shit content and, <laughs> you, and, you, and you were doing pretty good and then I went to college and stopped and you, you've carried on and made a good thing out of it yeah but you were you were the original Preston YouTubers on the scene you were you were the inspiration was, for it it was uh, me and my mate Ryan we started careful Benny Zed will get a bit big <laughs> we, 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 start, we started one together and it, it went all right for a little bit but then we both sort of went our separate ways because he was from Cumbria so we, we couldn't really go to games together that often decent nice little over there lads yeah, yeah and uh, I'm back off my honeymoon <laughs> so, You're back to honeymoon. You are. You timed your honeymoon at the worst possible time. Yeah, I missed the city game, didn't I? Especially yeah. that in a Spe- bit though. Especially going with Thomas Cook. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, start of the season. It's been good so far. Six games unbeaten. Um, well, in the league, six games unbeaten. I think we're the joint highest scorers in the league with West Brom, and we've got the second highest goal difference as well behind Leeds United. It's pretty pretty decent start, I'd say. 
Yeah. Yeah. I weren't concerned after. I think we lost two of the first three games, didn't we? Yeah, Millwall and, and Swansea. Um, Swansea, yeah. Even in those games, played quite well. Two yeah. tough away games. Um, but we've, we've played well all season. Mm. Well, I think... Results. Was yesterday in the... It was the first time at home, I know that, but I think it was the second time all season we've gone behind. Yeah. I, oh, think, uh, I think we went behind at Millwall, didn't we? And then yesterday. Yeah, so second game. Yeah. That, and that's obviously... Alex Neal stresses the importance of the first goal a lot. Um, I think last season we didn't concede in the first 15 minutes until like April. Which is pretty good going. Um, and yeah, we've, we've started games well and we've been seeing games out quite well. Yeah. It, it feels a little bit, to me anyway, like things are just starting to drop into place for us now. We've got the right. We've got the right components of a full squad for the first time in a while because we've like lost players in important positions at a certain time. Mm. But now we've got Maguire back to form. We're not missing Hugill quite as much as we were last year when Maguire was spending a lot of time out injured. I know they're very different players, but I mean we've got a striker. At yeah, no, I know. Time. I know what you're saying. It just seems like we're best placed now as we as we've ever been. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, it's hard to be anything other than happy with uh, how we started. I mean, took a little bit of a while to get going away from home. I mean, they were difficult games, Millwall and Swansea particularly. But... Yeah, I think the the one thing about Swansea, though, is by all accounts, obviously we took the lead, but then by all accounts in the first half, we should have maybe had one or two more. Mm. And then the timing of their goal just before half-time. is just yeah. massively unfortunate, I think. If you look at Swansea as well, Swansea and we played Forest away. I think they're both in the top three. Yeah, yeah. They were two tough games. Millwall's always quite. Forest in the top three now. They're yeah. fourth. Yeah. In the third, are they? Are they third? Are they third? Yeah. So tough well, games. From Swansea Forest, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tomorrow night, uh, sorry, Tuesday night's another good chance to get points on the board away from home. Yeah, definitely is. They're not in a good run of form at the minute, Borough. 1-1 one, one in the last five. Mm. Yeah, I think they got beat 4-1 at the weekend as well, at home. So Ooh. we could Ouch. consolidate an early top six place after 10 games. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... Well, well, that's the point as well, isn't it? That most people sort of benchmark the start to the season. Um, mm. So, I mean, we, we could, again, uh, results go our way on tomorrow, sorry, Tuesday night, we could see ourselves top of the table. Yeah, I think it's important to, I mean, top of the table's always going to be the main goal to shoot for, but if we can consolidate ourselves as part of that top four pack that breaks away. Wow. Yeah, I think even that sort of top eight pack, yeah. I'd, I'd say even that sort of top eight, nine, because there's always... Me being overambitious again. <laughs> yeah, considering you had us down to finish 11th in our predictions. Did I? Um, yeah. Uh, well, uh, you you detailed digest and Preston updates or I, went with 11th. I think I was uh, suffering from a little bit of transfer window inertia at that yeah, point. Yeah, I don't think you were the only one, to be honest, mate. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, yeah, I think I had us lower than 11th in my prediction, to be honest. Really? Um, yeah. I think after after the transfer window and stuff, yeah. I just... I just pre-season, I just wasn't really feeling it, but yeah, I've been I've been surprised by how well we started. I think we've done really well. Mm. It's, it's always, always, an area it's always nice to be pleasantly surprised, isn't it? Yeah, 
Because there was, there was mean, a bit of a, an air of negativity around after the yeah. transfer window, us included. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we I think I think was it our third podcast was <clears throat> just miserable. <laughs> I think it was a bit more than third, but either way, it was. Um, which uh, there was there was two or three I think around the end of the transfer window that we just yeah we weren't happy were we yeah I still think failing to sign a keeper like obviously yesterday you can argue whether a couple of the goals were Rudd's fault but I still mm. think in the long term that's still an issue for me but yeah and no, I agree the yeah. key, the keeper coach um, seems to have coincided with a bit of an upturn in form from from Rudd. I yeah. think well, I, I don't think any still, of the goals yesterday were outwardly his fault, but I think he could have done a lot better. It was clearly a weakness that Lee Johnson had targeted. identified, yeah. Yeah, so but all season because Bowers come in, we've we've defended the box a lot better. Mm. Apart from Swansea away, I think Swansea away scored three scored three goals from crosses into the box and obviously yesterday. But apart from that, defended Generally defended quite well. I don't think many teams will have conceded less, even after yesterday. Well, we've conceded ten. Yeah, ten in nine games. Is Swansea, a... Forest, Leeds, Charlton, Chef Wednesday, uh, Fulham, and Brentford have all conceded less. So not many. So about so about three, four, five, six, seventy seven sides have conceded less than us in the league. Yeah. So now we're doing. The balance seems to be quite good at the minute. <clears throat> yeah, and I, 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 people have—it's been—it's not been something that's been missed, but people have been saying how well Rafferty's fitted in at left back, and I think again that's credit to him and credit to the manager. Um, I think it's right. I think I would be right in saying that a lot of fans, myself included, were panicking a little bit when—not panicking, but. A little, a little bit annoyed that Earl had been let go. We didn't manage to sign a replacement after being linked with Max Lowe for... It was, a, it was a potential problem I think we identified as soon as Earl went out on loan, I think we said. Yeah. That, yeah. It, that if Hughes gets, in, gets injured, we're in trouble. But Rafferty's really stepped up. No, he has credit to him. I think if you remember, was it, it was either the... I think it was the Millwall game. He was lucky not to have been sent off Hughes. Mm. And I think that the podcast that we did after that, I think we were saying then, you know, if, if that happens or if he gets injured, we're we're in a spot of bother. And then obviously next game, I remember you mentioned something on Facebook, Dan saying, I'm sure Hughes pulled up at the end. And I was like, nah, yeah, I didn't it's, say it's, uh, happens. It was it was the Wigan game. We were we were 3-0 up. Yeah, it was toward yeah. the end, wasn't it? And Hughes just made this amazing long busted overlapping run in the 94th minute and then pulled up just as the whistle went. And I thought, I thought, oh dear. Who did he come in against? Who did who did Hughes play against last? Was it Birmingham? Did he come in at Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's a reoccurrence or mm. or what. But Rafferty's done all right for me. I think people have been going a bit overboard tactically. He's still. Oh. And yeah, well, I think we got a lot of joy between Davis and Rafferty yesterday because Rafferty kept getting pulled wide onto the wing back. I think the... Well, he's done all right. Yeah, I, think, I, think the, I think the reaction to Rafferty, I mean, obviously there are going to be weaknesses to him to his game. He's a very right-sided player playing on the left. He's been a League One player for 
most the majority of his career. career. Yeah. And it, it's it's going to be a learning curve for him. But I think the, <clears throat> the praise, I wouldn't necessarily call it out of proportion. It's just it's just coming from a place of appreciating what we thought were his capabilities and how well he's done to actually step up to the level that he has done. Yeah, I think I think that's the case, isn't it? It's it's yeah. it's, it's our perceived level of him and and where he's actually the level that he's actually performed to recently. Because arguably, you could say he's performing above his station. Yeah. And possibly out of position as well. Yeah. You are. And quite well out of position as well. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big, big time. Mm. Um, But, yeah, anyway, let's crack on with the the four games. Uh, So, obviously, the month started with Brentford at home. For me, it was a little bit of an odd one. Um, I thought we never fully looked at it, but obviously we came away with the three points. Tactically, I think it was certainly an enjoyable watch, as I'm sure Ollie will go into. Um, yeah, I mean, was that long ago? I can't remember, but I just remember being excited by the touch. <laughs> you know, remember the message you sent me after about two minutes? What was it? Do you want me to tell you? I can't remember what it was. I can. <laughs> what was you, it? You messaged me saying, this has got me tactically erect. <laughs> that was it. I think I think they played a back three. Yeah, it was. Um, it was we had... It was just very interesting tactically, but the, the overriding memory from that game is how quick we started. I think we had three or four corners in the first like two or three minutes. Yeah, well, Shawnee got the goal after four, and yeah. I think that helped us settle down quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I think we clearly targeted them from set pieces. Yeah. Um, I think um, this is probably a big part of the tactical performance, but defensively it was probably the most solid I've seen us for a long time, the Brentford mm-hmm. game. And that's that's what made it weird because Brentford played some good football, but they didn't look like they threatened us at any particular moment. I mean, there were a few where they almost got in behind, but their players miscontrolled it. Or yeah, I think Mbwebo got in behind Rafferty twice in the first half. Yeah, uh, that was that one that he ran out of play right in front of me, which was. I think, uh, I think there was two similar like, out in runs like that, that got us in behind, but. <clears throat> That was a very good performance because they always score goals, Brentford. I think they, they won 3 1 today. Yeah, they, they just beat Barnsley 3 1, didn't they? Yeah. Ollie Watkins scored a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. They're a very good team. But yeah, that, that was probably the first example of the season of like a proper tactical performance. Mm. Um, and it looked comfortable. Where we did a job. We did yeah, a job. Yeah, it did. Mm. Did look comfortable, definitely. Mm. Who scored a second in that game? Uh, oh, Okay, Fisher yeah. got Fisher got in behind, didn't he, and put the oh, ball yeah. across. It was um, it was probably the it was probably the only game we've won this season at home that I've not been on the edge of my seat towards the end. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, nah, yeah. we battered Wigan, didn't we? At home. Oh yeah, there was that one as well. Yeah, yeah we battered Wigan, but yeah, that that was we saw it out well. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good. Good to get a win against Brentford because they're always a good side. There are always good games as well, especially in recent memory when we've both been up in the championship. I've I've always found them good to watch. That was a that was a low scorer between us and Brentford, a two 0 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think was it um, four three last year. I'm sure I put something in my preview, or yeah, I think it was in the preview that I did for that that. Between, games between us and Brentford averaged something like 3.6 goals a game or something like that. Yeah. 
Because weren't we three 0 up after like twenty minutes last season? I swear. <clears> yeah, yeah, three yeah, 0 and then they got one back, didn't they, with an absolute screamer? Sergio Canios. Did I not get yeah. back? To three two. about that goal. Did yeah, what? yeah, they they brought it back to three two. They brought it back to three two. Uh, Ollie Watkins scored, and then Callum Robinson scored his second to make it four three, and then they scored from a set piece or four two, and then they scored from a corner to make it four three. Yeah, very uncomfortable game. But um, yeah, I think as well for the Brentford game because obviously we didn't have Pearson for that either. And that was like a major downfall for us last season, not being yeah. able to pick up points while Pearson's in the side. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ledson came and got the assist for the first goal, and we looked. I thought Fisher played really well for that as well. Yeah. Obviously, they play with the wing backs. I think he had Ben Rama and Rico Henry overlapping, and there was no like real issues down that side that game. I thought he played really well. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've mentioned it a few times already this season, Ollie. But he's uh, Fisher. And I agree with you. Is turned into just he's a very competent, solid fullback at this level. Mm. Considering the, best the right rep that he came in with from mm. Rotherham, like, yeah. I, I don't. I honestly don't remember us making a transfer with a reception from away fans. Sorry, from the team that he was leaving's fans. Yeah. like that one with Fisher. Normally, it's. You get fans wishing the player well, or it was very stark to have Charlton fans talk about Bauer. Yeah, 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 I saw I saw a Charlton fan the other day saying, "I'm not, I'm not acknowledging that he's a North End player. He still plays for us." And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Fucking hell, come on!" <laughs> yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, I, honestly, I think he's one of the best right backs in the league for sure. Mm, his numbers were up there oh, last week. Yeah, yeah, just is everything about his game. The only thing is yellow cards. I think he's on four yellow cards already. Is it? Fucking hell. Another game yesterday for Pearson without a yellow card. Yeah, Pearson's... It's the article I wrote. It's it's calmed him right down. What's got into it? Probably all If you'd put it out four games ago, Dan, I'd agree with you, but (laughs) let's have this conversation in another four games. I do. On on, um, Pearson, I think he is holding back a bit. Um, Is it? Yeah, no, I think he is. Um, Someone that I've noticed, unless it because he come back from the virus, didn't he? Um, two games ago. That, yeah, and then he missed the City game, and then he played yesterday. I think he's might still not be a hundred percent, but um, nice controlling it well, controlling himself well. And uh, I think it was yes, was it yesterday that he someone made he either he made a foul or someone made a foul on one of the um, Bristol City players. The ref didn't get like didn't give anything. The Bristol City players started kicking off, and Pearson just kind of walked past and just patted him as if to say, "Like, come on, get on with it." Yeah. And he, I mean, you could construe that as him trying to wind the player up, but I, I saw it and I just thought that to me is like it, it's him showing a bit more sportsmanship. It's very different. If, if he was trying to wind him up, it's it's much more passive aggressive than you used yeah, to see him from Pearson. Is, like, but well, yeah, if, if you've not. If you've not already read Dan's piece, it's on the website. Um, so go and check that out. It's a good read. After much editing back and forward between myself and Dan in, while I was in Mexico, six hours behind. But we got there in the end. It was quite awkward time, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so on to Birmingham away. Um, as I've already mentioned, I was in Mexico and I watched it on iFollow. And... I had a lot of sun on the holiday. I've drunk a lot of booze since, so I can't really remember all too much. Um, but 
Sean Maguire getting the goal again. <clears throat> Came at a good time, just before half-time, sort of five, six minutes before half-time. That was, um, that was another unbelievable game, tactically. Yeah. Uh, we had um, Pearson and Galli was playing as a full-backs in possession. Um, did that, that was Hughes' first game back, wasn't it? Came, yeah. 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 Just came back um, and Fisher pushed right on. And then we had the three in behind Barkey. Like in in the middle, and it and it just worked well. It should have been more than one nil at half time. Should have probably been two three nil. Um, I think it was Gally's free kick when it hit the post. Yeah, yeah. It was a great free kick. The keeper has actually pulled off a great save there, and yeah. it's just. Did he, I didn't think he got a hand on it. Yeah, I think got a little touch. Yeah. All right. Um, and then. And was it Barky that won it as well? Barky. I think it, might, it was Harrop or Barky. It was one of them where Gally. Because they um, played two in centre mid. That that won the that won the free kick. I'm pretty sure it was Maguire. Was it? It was it, it was someone on the half turn, like from a tactical setup, and it worked perfectly. Might have been Maguire actually. I think, yeah, I think you could be right with that, Dan. Um, and then obviously, I think they came back into it second half quite well. Mm. Um, Rightly offside though with their goal. Yeah, yeah offside, wasn't it? Well, they they cleared that right off. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, saw that game out well, and it was, I think that was the first away win, weren't it? For yeah, did we lose? I think we lost like six in a row, and then drew at Forest. Yeah, and then got the win at Birmingham. So yeah, a nice little sort of build up to it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that that's it's always a tough place to go as well, St Andrews. Yeah, it's a horrible atmosphere. Much better than last season. Mm. Um, we got beat three 0 didn't we? And Rudd obviously. I'm, I'm actually glad we played at St Andrews quite early this season because with Coventry playing their home games as well, that pitch is going to get a battering because it's a yeah. it's, it's a pitch mm-hmm. that cuts up quite badly normally. When I've seen it towards the end of the season, it's usually in quite a bad state. So I'm quite I'm quite glad that game's out of the way actually. I am just because it's Birmingham. They're just a team that I hate us playing. Mm. <laughs> Don't know. As long as I've supported North End, we we rarely have good times away at Birmingham. Um, yeah. In fact, one apart from the other day, I've only one, been once. Me and it was one of the best away games I've been to. I think it was three-one. Oh, when Hugel um, scored. Hugel scored. We were just taking the piss second half there. Yeah, it was a couple. Of, was it last season? No, season before, season wasn't before, it? Harry Redknapp got sacked after the game. I yeah, think. early on again that one. Yeah, that, that yeah. It was I mean, around around eight, ten games. It in. was because we were pushing playoffs then as well. Might have been earlier. I think it might have still been in August, um, or maybe it was, start of September. Sure, I remember it was. I remember it was in the um, in the summer holidays because me and my girlfriend were at Blackpool Pleasure Beach that day. Oh yeah. why? I, well, oh, we we go there quite a lot. But um, I, I I remember getting on um, being in the queue for Infusion at one one and coming off and we were three one up. Mate, that's a fucking weird memory. That <laughs> I, I, like my my brain can't retain useful information, but. Fucking hell, Dan! You cracked me up. Ask, ask me something random that happened to North End a couple of years ago, like the like goal scorers in a game, what minute they scored in. It just it's just there. Fair enough. Yeah, but I think if you just comparing it to that game, yeah, how different we are now to two years ago is crazy. Because we just mm-hmm. uh, completely controlled that game. Like the tactical concepts were so developed, and Birmingham just couldn't live with us tactically. Yeah, and, and to think how well we did that season anyway. 
finishing seventh, missed out in the playoffs by two points. Mm. Yeah. You know, you you definitely say that the core of the squad that we've got now that we had then has grown and developed as players. The manager almost certainly has. Um, so yeah, Haley does. It's not looking too bad. Um, yeah, so final bit then before the break. Obviously, there was the Man City game at home on Tuesday night. Um, I was, again, away for it. So I'll let you three take the lead on this one. But it was good fun to see the GOAT at Deepdale on TV. Yeah. Ollie's, Ollie's, bold, Ollie's bold dad. Pep Guardiola or Raheem Sterling? No, Ollie's bold dad. Oh, Pep Guardiola, yeah. yeah. On, it, it was the best night of my life with Deepdale. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, I, um, I managed to leave work at half three. I was at Deepdale for six. Early does. I'm surprised you didn't get a selfie. I got there quite early. I was scared. Because Pep came to my uni last year to do a talk at uni. And I thought he might recognise me and think I was a stalker. So I just kept my distance. But, I yeah. can understand why. Before mentioning PE, just seeing Raheem Sterling live like, is absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's mental how different TV. it is to seeing it on TV. Isn't it mad? Like, you, yeah. the, the movement is crazy. Um, and uh, to be fair, we, we played all right. Like, yeah, it really, it's hard to lay a glove on City. Yeah, control games, but I think first half we played better. Yeah. Yeah, I was just a bit disappointed with the lineup before, but in hindsight, probably quite sensible. Yeah. Mm, yeah, me and you had a little moan to each other, didn't we, Ali, about how we thought it would have gone a bit stronger. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think you've got to give someone like Ryan Ledson the opportunity because he's done well in the two games that he's played in the Cup. Um so you can understand him not going with Pearson, plus the fact that he's just come back from the virus. You know and what? picking up points in the league is arguably more. Fearing the worst for Ledson after about 20 minutes because he was literally on his arse. But he got through the game quite well, I thought, yeah. to be fair. Um, but yeah, when you see Man City live, like Dan's right, seeing him on TV just doesn't do him justice. So Yeah, and... and they're just unbelievable, unbelievable team. Yeah, I mean, I've I've never once in fifteen years of watching Preston at Deepdale seen a player turn into space in the centre circle and say, "Well, that's one nil." Mm. As, as as soon as soon as Sterling turned Fisher for that first goal, I was like, "He's running through and scoring here." Yeah, yeah. he was unreal. He was. Go and watch that. Go and watch that back, yeah, and see Raheem Sterling take the position. He doesn't sprint away from Fisher. He like drags Fisher into the middle and then turns him. Yeah, like, and that—that's just elite coaching from the best coach in the world. Yeah, and but to be fair, I thought um, Ben Davis managed to get a good block on that. It just went over Rudd, uh, Ripley. But yeah, it was one of them where it sort of went under and bounced and came yeah. up. Yeah, I think um, my main my main point about this game was that it <laughs> we can't really judge the players on on a game that's such an anomaly because. No. As as we said, the Man City players are so unreal. To, um, for example, judge Fisher and Rafferty on their games when they were marking the best English winger of the last twenty years, and Bernardo Silva, who I mean, 
You might get a bit of stick for that on Twitter, Dan. I pre- prepare yourself. I'd, 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 I'm, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to hear somebody say who's better. Cause no, so would I. I don't disagree with you. I'd, I'd, I'd say Raheem Sterling's probably the best player I've ever seen live. I've seen Messi, so I can't say that. Ah, well, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen so, Messi, yeah. but I've seen De Bruyne. See, that's that's that was the only thing that disappointed me about Tuesday was that I I, I said to uh, I said to my fiance as I left uh, I, I said I just hope Man City played De Bruyne because I'd love to see him. But I've seen, sad, sadly, I've, seen three, I've seen um City four times now under Pep and I've never seen De Bruyne play. But so anyone listening, I know it's a P and E podcast, yeah, but just go and watch Pep Guardiola's Man City team before he leaves because they're just the best team in the world. Yeah. Well, I thought we equipped ourselves well in general. Yeah. And it was yeah. nice to see people like getting behind the team as well, even though we're three 0 down. It was it was just a positive game, wasn't it? I mean, I, I, I said um, I said before I was like, as long as we don't concede eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I and mean, we didn't even get halfway to that. So yeah, ex- exactly. We uh, sheet in the second half as well. We did more than more than twice as well as Watford. As Ollie said, we drew we drew the second half. <laughs> Came away from the game avoiding an embarrassment. Humiliation, yeah, yeah. Heads held relatively high. Yeah, I uh, know. Yeah, seeing City live, it, it's just a different thing. But I, I thought we did pretty well. Like first ten minutes, we were. I think Harrop had a chance, like a header, which he just couldn't quite get to. But I thought he had some decent touches going forward. Midfield looked decent, and we actually tried to play football against them. It was especially yeah. in the first half. It wasn't as yeah. if we just like sat back and thought, you know, try and break us down. We actually tried and did something. It was admirable. Yeah, it was. There was actually a moment in the first minute where we put a cross in. And it didn't look like we. I mean, from I, I sit the other end of the ground nearly, but it didn't look like we were too far away. And I couldn't help but think, no, if Stockley had been in. <laughs> oh yeah, I, th- I thought it was in. Yeah, I thought it was going in from where I was. Stockley was in the team. He'd still be in the fucking centre circle, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, and then there was um, there was another ball in. Was it from Alan Brown that was flashed across goal? Um, yeah, pop, it was, yeah, that was pop, a great. Pop, uh, Josh Harrop hit the post as well, second half. And then Harrop hit the post, second half. Yeah, Barkey got three one goals, didn't he as well? Yeah. You are, Ollie. Barkey had that little one on one. Well, it was like half a one-on-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where he, he got just Good got clean and then... Oh, yeah, and end of the first half, yeah. Yeah. I was gutted for Harrop when he hit the beans, you know. I was so gutted for him. He's another one who's probably... Um, in August, he wasn't too involved, I don't think, was he? But he's come into it this nah. Well, even, even though he wasn't too involved, I think the games that he did play, he had something like a... Three three goals in four appearances, or three goals in five appearances, or a, a two goals and assist, or whatever it was. Which, for someone who wasn't like you said massively involved, he was pretty bit part. He's not too bad. I mean, he's like you said, he's getting more involved now, and you could argue that his goals returning, his goal involvements haven't been up there, if you will. Um, but we're still picking up. Points. He's still playing well overall, I would say, even though, and we'll come on to it after the break, but even though yesterday was probably his quietest performance, I think. Um, but, yeah, I think the, the other thing about the City game for me was, <clears throat> I think you, you could argue Pep Guardiola respected us 
with the team that he put out as well. Oh yeah, I mean apart from, apart from the centre backs, it's the team that would win every Premier League game for them. Yeah, well I think it was Mourinho he, that said centre backs probably a decent time in the Prem. Yeah, that, that centre back, the um, is it what was his name? Harwood Bellis. Mate, he looks mad. He looks absolutely crazy. I've seen Garcia before, but I think Kyle, what was it? Harwood Bellis. Yeah, I can't remember his first name. Yeah, he looks. I think that was his debut. Yeah, it was. He, he looks. I've never seen a. I think he's eighteen as well, and he looks. It was. It was class. There, there was a moment first half where he just plucked where he just plucked the ball out of the air. Hmm. <laughs> Dribbled into midfield, I thought. Yeah, but yeah, other, other than the two centre backs and maybe Bravo, but Bravo's quite clearly the cup keeper. Um, it, it was it was a pretty solid team. I think Jesus, Sterling, Silver. Yeah, I think all the back four were making the first starts, which is quite strange. Yeah, Cancelo was Angelino left back, Cancelo, Harwood, Bellis, and then Garcia. So. But I mean, Cancelo and Angelino are pretty well respected fullbacks in yeah. European football. Yeah, but Angelino started at City, and then he left. Yeah. No, they, they they sold him and included a buyback clause, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It was nice to see Ben. It was like nice to see um, from a general football fan perspective Benjamin Mendy get back on the pitch. Yeah, putting a good cross as well towards the end. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. And when you see these players in the Premier League, it's not just like the physicality is so much higher as well. Like mm-hmm. on TV, you don't really realise as much, but they're absolute delight. Well, for me, watching on TV, it certainly came through. You, what, you, like could, physicality? De- you could definitely tell that we we looked um, maybe a level below, two levels below where they were. Mm. And and that's not that's not criticising. There's, our, there's our no shame in that. There's Premier League teams that are two levels below what they are yeah exactly good Premier League sides that will stay up as well mm. maybe yeah. not Watford but no I'd say, I'm probably talking about teams like Brighton and... yeah, yeah all it's just um, just like a good experience for like Ben Davis mm. to show that he's not out of his depth against yeah. 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 players I thought DJ did well DJ played really well yeah yeah was really impressed with him, as yeah. I have been all season. To be fair, yeah, he's been good. Um, but yeah, unless anyone's got anything else to add, um, I'll just say all all that I'd say is to see um, probably about fifteen thousand PNE fans clapping Raheem Sterling off. Yeah, They're just absolute class. <clears throat> yeah, as I said in my piece after the game, even though, even though he divides opinion, well, I don't know if he still does, but he probably does. I think after I think after the press sort of simultaneously decided to try and make him a bit of a scapegoat last year. Well, I it think was weird that because it was I, like I, half I, the press were trying to scapegoat him and the other half were sticking up for him. I, mm. I, I think I think fans sort of united behind him after that. Well, there the, used to be a debate about how good he's at football as well. Like, and yeah, but I mean, he, he he shut that up himself in the last year. Yeah, so that yeah. That, that was good. And then he gave us a little tweet after the game, which made yeah. my, made my it made my year. That I've, I've not seen that. What did he say? Just said good luck for the rest of the luck. season. Yeah. Oh, and um, him and DJ swap shirts. Yeah, I was trying to see what what the link was. I can't see. I, th- I think they both they were both born in Jamaica, weren't they? Yeah. So they they probably are aware of each other, having come through, and probably both moved over here when they were young. 
Yeah. All that sort of shit. Um, well, yeah, it was a good. It was a good test. Um, yeah, and like, just on that, just finally on that Sterling thing, for anyone that thinks it's an issue that he was clapped off, it's really not that deep. Like, it'd be immature not to, if any. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, unless anyone's got anything else to add after that, then we can call that part one. Sound. Sweet. Cheers, boys. I'll go and get a brew and we'll come back. Last one. Brilliant. Yeah, so welcome back to part two of the From the Finney podcast. Uh, in this part of the pod, we're going to talk about the Bristol City game yesterday, uh, and we're also going to give a little mention to some of our standout performers from this season to date. So, yeah, Bristol City yesterday, I think, simply put, it was a, a brilliant game of football, to be honest. For me, anyway. I probably I, 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 the word I've used is probably more exciting than good. Mm, no, it was it was a good game of football. I thought. Mm. I don't. I just don't think there was a lot of quality from either side. The first thing I'd say before I'd say anything is just the weather made the game what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying anyone's particularly to blame for that, but <clears throat> yeah. It was a typical game that you get when the weather's fucked. Yeah. And it was just one of them weird games. I don't think it was like a great game from like a tech, well, obviously from a technical point of view, but I agree with you, Dan. It was more like exciting because yeah. it, it would have been, yeah. been great if you were neutral. Yeah, if yeah. you're neutral, yeah. yeah. I just came off and I was happy. Yeah. I mean, that might have been something to do with the fact that I'd had like an hour and a half sleep in nearly 27 hours, but. It made me feel good. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Well, I think it was that the we. I think it was that we equalised twice rather than were pegged back twice. It always it always feels a little bit better. It felt a little bit to me like um, like a lot of home games last season where we're we're pretty comfortable in the game, but as soon as they get a set piece, you're shitting yourself. Because mm. obviously Brownhill's one of the best set piece takers in the league I think yeah Um, yeah his quality is unbelievable both from shooting and crossing he's got great quality and they I think obviously they played with a back three three big centre backs Mm. Um, all all quite good in the air I didn't I didn't want to like put I don't know if this is a negative spin per se but yes they did feel a little bit like a regression certainly from like this season in terms of what we were like last season, to, like yesterday felt a lot more like the sort of game that we would have had last year. Yeah, it, I thought yesterday it felt like last season. Yeah. It just felt like one of those games, but I think, obviously Lee Johnson had targeted Declan Rudge. That was clear. Yeah, big yeah. time. And that was obvious, because I don't know why more coaches haven't targeted him, but um, I think, I'm pretty sure that's just a one-off yesterday. Yeah, I mean, the that, weather doesn't sound important, but I think it it you can just put it it adds to the drama of the game. The weather. 
Yeah, it does. And yesterday there were so many what looked like overhit passes and heavy touches that I don't think were... It was no coincidence that that was happening and it was absolutely pissing it down for the vast majority of the game. Well, sometimes the ball was skidding off and sometimes it was holding up. So Yeah, I was going to say in the second half it got to the point where it looked like it was just... start. The pitch was just starting to hold water. Yeah. As opposed to being... Yeah, it was a bit concerned in the second half. Um, do you want to go into the tactical side of things as you do, Ollie? Or... Yeah, like... Um... Obviously, they started... Well, they've been using a back four and a back three, but they went with the back three. Um, Asher Williams in, in the middle, Baker and Taylor Moore wider. Um, and then the wing-backs, who were both quite athletic wing-backs. Um, yeah, they both stood out to me yesterday. Well, Jack Hunt, in particular, I thought was very good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they obviously went... They went with like a two and a one in midfield, Casey Palmer. Uh, Brownhill and who else is in the midfield? Um, yeah. Oh yeah, little uh, French lad. And then I thought they would have gone with JJ up front from the start. He's yeah. just come back from injury though, hasn't he? I think. Has he? Yeah. 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 But obviously they they went two up. Well, they went two up with Vyman like drifting about a bit more. But um, when you think of Brentford's back three and Bristol's. Like quite different in the fact that Bristol's back three was basically to stop us attacking. Yeah. Um, but they, the thing that they managed to do, what not many teams have done, is get behind Ben Pearson a lot. Yesterday, I thought. Um, and then, on transition, they were very dangerous. Um, and yeah, that I thought Casey Palmer had a really good game yesterday. Yeah, I thought that as well. He was playing as like a false centre mid, so he was just trying to stay behind Ben Pearson. Um, and I thought they broke with a lot of speed. Like Brownell's quicker than he looks. Yeah. Simon's obviously quick. Palmer can shift. Um, and I think it, they made it quite an open game. Um, and obviously in the second half, I don't know what you lads thought of Galley, but I thought he made it really open in their favour. Mm. Um, yeah, I thought first half he, he looked okay. Obviously yeah. scored the pen, so you you sort of like okay, yeah. well I'll give you. It, it definitely wasn't one of his best games, was it, Gallagher? No, no over a couple of passes. There, there are, there's, there's been. I'm not going to say more and more because I'm not, I'm not worried about it being a, being a trend. But there are games occasionally that just don't look like they suit Galley. He's one of those players who seems to go missing in particular types of games, and yesterday was one of those. I think a little bit. I think it's where the opposition team just has, just plays on transitions, me. Mm. Mm. Um, but the thing about their back three was it was like a proper narrow back three. It wasn't like a wide back three where you can get in between the centre centre backs. Yeah, they were so, they were rarely wider than the eighteen yard box. Yeah, and I think I said yeah. Jake at half time, Barky was just struggling to find any space. Yeah, he, I think did you suggest moving him out wide and getting him yeah. in the gap? Yeah, but even then, just struggled to really create much. So. Well, two good teams, I think. Two teams will be around the top six. Probably yeah. the best team I've seen this season. I thought they were better than Swansea. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought they are probably the best team we played so far this season. I don't think they've not lost since the opening day, I don't think. No, I think they've got beat by Leeds, didn't they? They've not lost since. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they've not lost since yeah. the opener. They must have drawn quite a few then, if they're below us still. I think four wins, four draws, I think, yeah. Yeah. Good team. I think they're a really good, good team. Yeah. yeah. To be sniffed at. Leah Johnson's done a superb job. 
Yeah, he's, not, he's a similar kind of manager to Neil, isn't he, really? Mm. I think they've got quite similar concepts as well of how they want to play. And obviously the weird, well, Jake, you don't think all six were set pieces, but pretty much six out of six were from set pieces. Yeah, pretty is, much. But... If, you, if you clash the short corner as not a set piece, then you're a bit weird. But... <laughs> well, I'm obviously a bit weird then, but it's come into play, so... Yeah, but... Five and a half out of six goals are from set pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a bit of a freak in itself, isn't it? Which probably tells you something about the lack of quality in open. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're, quite a few of the goals are dubious anyway. Um, yeah, I think both of their first two would probably have been ruled out on another mm, day. Their second one, I'm not sure about. I mm. think I think it's I think he the whoever the Bristol City player is has got um, got himself on the other side of Johnson and he's him and Johnson are basically muscling for the ball and he's he's pushed Johnson into Rudd. I'm not. I'm not. He has pushed him. Yeah. A foul by the letter of the law. It's a foul. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. Rudd can't stay on the floor there. He has to get up. No, yeah, it's stupid from Rudd to just sit there and with his arms out like that. He was almost expecting a free kick because of their first goal. I think, yeah, I think that's why I was. I think goalkeepers are used to sort of if there is a touch in the box, they go down. They normally get it. I think that's what he was expecting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think he needs to be stronger there. Yeah, I think he does as well. It's a risky game to play. That Rudd does that a lot. He's like, d- yeah, he's done it quite a few times. Just expect a free kick. Mm. Uh, yeah, you're not playing your 11 games in the Premier League now, Deck. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and then obviously got back into it, two penalties. I told you, Jake, at the time, from where I was sitting, I didn't think the first was a pen, but you seemed to think it was a clear pen. From from, I've not seen any replays, so again, I'm not in a position that maybe you three are if you've seen a replay, but from where I was sat, he looked like he was caught. The, the guy behind him definitely caught the leg that he was pulling back to shoot. Yeah, but that's I, how I it looked to me. But I don't, I don't know if it was enough for a for to call it a stonewall penalty. But I mean, it, it definitely falls into the yeah. you've, you've seen them given 65 percent of the time that that happens. Yeah, yeah, it was one of them. Perfect time to score that. It's not a surprising decision. And then scoring early second half was important as well. Yeah, how that was a hundred percent. I don't think there was any questions about that one. Yeah. And At that point, I thought you, you expect so much better of someone as experienced as Ashley Williams than. I don't. No. I, I he's shit. I, 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 I've never, I've never particularly rated him, but I mean, you. He you had don't, an absolute. You don't block a cross like that, do you? He was that deep down last season, and he had an absolute nightmare, didn't he? So. He's um. Was he at Bristol City last season? No, is that Stoke? Oh, Stoke. Sorry, did I say oh, Bristol yeah. City? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah oh yeah, it was at Stoke last season. Um, yeah. Course he was, yeah. When I saw Barkey up front, I thought he'd he'd batter Ashley Williams today, uh, yesterday. But um, it's just a question of getting was, the ball through. He was protected by both, yeah, both centre backs wider of him. But um, with with a tight back three, you're not going to get him behind very often. Yeah, so, certainly not in the positions that Barkhazen would be getting into from a central position. Yeah, and then obviously got when it got back to two two, I thought this is like typical Bristol City. Like with a soft centre, we'll go on and win the game. But uh, I thought I thought we'd go on to win when we scored early second. But yeah, I also, I also expected us to concede again quite quickly. Yeah, I, to, uh, I've seen, yeah. I've blame Rudd for the third. That, that, that was that was the pessimist in me. Like, like you said though, yesterday it felt like one of them games from last season, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I think I think Galley did lose his man for the third one, but he was just watching the ball. Yeah, absolutely, he absolutely did. He, he, there was no one to blame but Galley. Well, yeah. I don't know. Rudd could have done a lot better, and still, when your def- your defending player does lose a man like Galley did. You still expect a goalkeeper to make a save from a shot like that. It wasn't exactly a, a hard-driven shot. It, no. it was a he, bit of a. He, he went down. To, he went down too early. I could see maybe what he was trying to do was hedge his bets, but the problem is. It had already gone between his legs by the time. Gone he's, down ne- he's, he's never been good with his feet, Rod. So. I think when there's an opposition player with a with a shot from ten yards out in the box with loads of bodies, it, just one of them in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to put it up there with a howler. No, I've seen oh. Dex do a lot worse. Dex definitely done a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. away last season, look no further. And to be fair, I thought our third was actually a foul from where yeah, I was. Yeah, definitely was. Well, definitely was. was. But any yeah. Bristol City fans that are bitching on Twitter about their what would have been their winning goal being chalked off, then I don't. I, you need to give your head a wobble because there's no absolutely no question that it was a push. Game should, probably should have finished 2-2, I would think. On average. Yeah. <laughs> for, but from my angle, um, on the town, and I, I didn't even see the push. But obviously... On Bauer or Bauer's on... Bauer climbing on the back uh, of... Their fourth, JG on Bauer. No, yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely a push. Mm. And I've seen yeah. that on, on Twitter in a replay. Yeah, yeah I've, seen it, I've seen it on the replay since, but... I think probably a fair. Mm, like watching the ninety minutes, I thought we were lucky to get a point, but I don't know if that was because I thought they were better than I thought they'd be. I yeah, think, no, I think I think Bristol City can feel if un- to win. I think probably they deserve to win. Yeah, yeah, I think, I can think, feel I think well. I'm happy with a point because it just was generally quite a poor performance from us. Mm. You can't not be happy with a point really when you're coming back from two 0 down and then three two down to draw three three. Yeah, there's that as well. Um, but the confidence it'll give the boys and the fact that we're still unbeaten at home in the league. What's that, 13 points out of 15 at home, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a pretty good return. It's class, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, talking of certain players yesterday, um, we can, unless anyone's got anything else to add on Bristol City. No. Nope. And then we can move on to this little section. So for the opening nine games of the season, I think, Ollie, did you tell me the other day that uh, 20% of the season's gone now? Well, it's 45 divided by nine, isn't it? Yeah, my maths is shit, mate. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah, it's 20%, I think, yeah. Um, well, if you times nine by 10, divide it by two, 45, isn't it? So pretty much, it's probably like 21 points, some percent or not. Yes, yeah. Over, yeah. Over, over 20% of 45, the season's gone. 45 divided by 9 is exactly 5, so it's 20%, yeah. Yeah, so 20% of the season's gone. We are, what, 5th <laughs> in the table. Yeah. Won 5, drawn 2, lost 2. Highest, joint highest scorers in the division. Um, it it's been a good start, a very good start, as you said at the start of the pod. And I think we're all going to differ on this next bit, but standout performance thus far, I think Sean Maguire, for me, 
he looked back to the player that he was when we signed him. It doesn't look to be any worries of um, hamstring troubles or anything like that. I think the, the day of training that he's been dropped or that he's had dropped for him from his schedule uh, looks to be working well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I won't go into him too much because I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a piece on him. Um, but, yeah, I think for me so far, he's, he's been he's been one of our best this season and he's gone under the radar a little bit. Uh, then two others for me that I think are worth a mention. Uh, Darnell Fisher, as we've already mentioned earlier on, has just been very steady. And I think Josh said in his player ratings piece that went out on the website today that... I think we'll very rarely see Fish drop under a seven in the player ratings this season. Um, Apart from when Sterling comes to deep down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a reason that we didn't do that piece after that game. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one for me, uh, and then I'll open it up to you boys, is Barky. Um, arguably playing out of position. Um, and I think he's done well. Yeah, yeah, what I'd say I'll, about I'll, I'll Maguire, disagree with that. Sorry, Dan. What, what I'd say about Maguire is, is there was a lot of talk about his hamstrings in summer, but he played pretty much all the second half of last season. Mm. So yeah. that wasn't really a concern for me. Um, but obviously, he just, like, he just looked shot at, didn't he, last season? Yeah, he just needed he just needed a little break. Um, but the one that you've missed out, who, who I'd say has probably been our best player, has been DJ for me. Yeah, DJ's. How many games we played? Nine games. I'd say probably in about five or six, he's been man of the match for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really remember him having a poor performance this season. No. Nah. No. He just looks like a different player to the second half of last season. Um, and obviously, most of his goals, or maybe, has he scored from open play? Or have they all been. Uh, he scored from open play against Stoke. I think. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, he's uh, they're all in pens. Yeah, but obviously it's good having a penalty taker. Well, two penalty takers who you can yeah. guarantee you're going to score pretty much. Uh, it's it nice to see them not argue over it as well when they're both on the pitch. Yeah, I wondered what was going to happen when we got the second one. Mm. Yeah. Because Galley's taken two in a game before and gone the same way both times, but obviously I'd always trust DJ. Newcastle, that one, that. Was it a Newcastle? Yeah. Yeah, he, he said afterwards that it was the only time he's ever taken two pens in the same game in his career. I think. Yeah, but I'd always I'd always trust DJ more. I don't know why. I just never think he's going to miss. Yeah, cool, calm, collected yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think physically he's he just, class. Yeah, he just never seems um, to struggle with a situation, DJ. Mm. He yeah. seems to be quite comfortable with whatever's going on. Yeah, I, I love Alan Brown as well, but um, like in terms of last season, one of the criticisms that I had was Alan Brown in the number ten against certain teams at Deepdale it just wasn't working. Yeah, DJ because against Wigan, I think is probably the best example. The cross that he put in for Malt, you'd never get something like that from Brown. No, just, like drifting in in the pockets and wide areas. We've seen a lot more of that at Deepdale this season, mm. uh, which is probably why we've got 13 points from 15. Um, but I'd also, so I say DJ and then Ben Davis for me as well. Yeah. Or maybe maybe I think maybe both just centre backs together, but Ben yeah. Davis is an absolute. I'd I definitely I definitely throw Bauer in there. 
Yeah, I was as well. I mean, them two for me. I Bauer's been such a revelation that I can't believe he was playing in League One last year. Yeah. And yeah, no, I'd go as far as agreeing with you there, Dan. What is he? Twenty-seven. He's yeah. a good age. He's, he's, he's 26, 27, but he's a really good age, isn't he? Yeah. I, I just, I just mean you'd expect a player of his quality to have been picked up by a bigger side much earlier in his career if he's been that good. Which, according well, to Charlton fans, he has been. So. Yeah. Well, obviously, no, I, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't attest to his earlier career, but uh, <laughs> yeah. He's just um, an absolute. He's an absolute powerhouse. Yeah. He, he, I think he. And that's what we've he's missed. getting a lot of praise at the minute for his performances, but I think the wider picture, I think he's he's absolutely what we've missed. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He's um he's sort of everything Huntington was for us in League One and all of and what Huntington, and, and all of what Huntington needed to be to be successful in the championship. Yeah. He's a massive upgrade on Hunts, isn't he really? Yeah. Basically. Uh, and and that complements Ben Davis perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I go as far to say that I can't think of a better pairing in the league at the minute. Yeah. In in terms of um, the way they play together, the way their styles complement each other. And, I mean, you guys know I'm a massive advocate of having a right and left partnership. Mm. Defence. Oh, my. It's important, isn't it? And, 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 that, and that's why I think um, Bauer and Davis are definitely up there. I mean, I'm not as much of... I, I, I wouldn't be as au okay fait with every other defensive regular partnership as Ollie probably would, so I'm not in as good a place to say, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they were well up there with the most effective partnerships in the league. I'm just th- delighted to have that position sorted because it's been a bit of a problem for a while. I think you, you don't even need to look at numbers for that. I think you can just, as Ollie regularly calls it, the eye test, I think just watching them is, yeah. is enough to say, you know, that they, they, they quite clearly are. Yeah. I think I, that I think- applies to Bauer in particular, like just watching him. Mm. Because yeah. he's just an absolute big bastard, isn't he? Like you know, <laughs> people just can't get. Like, I've not seen. I've not seen him struggle against a striker yet. No, I've not I seen think, any striker get the better of him yet. I think the Brentford game was a perfect example of how they work together as partnership. Because Brentford, um, they did play some good football. They were solid in midfield, but as soon as they tried to get into the box, they were just repelled immediately. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I've been really enjoying about seeing them together. Who, who would you say has been better? Then who? Over, overall, um, um, overall, I'd probably say Ben Davis because he's probably got a little. His game's probably a little more three-dimensional than Bowers. Davis is. Um, I mean, Bauer is, as we, as we were saying before, a massive upgrade on Huntington in terms of his on-the-ball ability. But Ben Davis is just that extra level of. Mm. Not quite Sean St. Ledger style, but, you know, stepping out of the fence. Um, <laughs> Sean St. Ledger. Well, Sean St. Ledger's my go-to, so I'll just let you get over that, Jake. I'll just kick the chair on my toe. <laughs> Bollocks. Sorry, yeah, go on. No, no. Uh, St. Ledger's like my go-to bringing the ball out of defence example. But um, Davis sort of reminds me of that, the way he can step into the midfield. So... Mm. The way he's contributed this season to that probably elevates him just above Bauer. Uh, who have you got down then, Ben? Who's who's stand out for you? Yeah, for me again, it was Bauer. I think between Bauer and Davis, I think judging on this season, I'd just about give it to Bauer. I think for the impact that he's had since coming in, you know, 
I love Jordan's story last season, but I think towards the end, the last sort of five or six games, a few mistakes were creeping into his game. I think that Bauer, I think the game that highlighted best was probably Birmingham away when he was going up against Djokovic and Birmingham second half especially were going quite direct for that game. Yeah, I, I think for me, Djokovic probably like one of the best target men in this league and he was winning absolutely nothing against Bauer. Mm. I think I saw, I saw a stat as well that um, Bauer's won the most headed clearances in the championship this season with Aidan Flint. I think those two are top yeah. two. So I saw that as well. Yeah. And it, yeah, and that was such a weakness from our game last season, you know, yeah, considering Cross coming into the box that I think Bauer's just made the world a difference in that regard. Mm. I think I, I saw that. I saw that list as well. And Ben Davis was, I mean, not joint top, but he was down there in like sixth or seventh in the top yeah. ten. Yeah. We're, the only, we're the only team that had two centre backs in the top ten for headed clearances. Yeah. Just I think Ben underrated, you know. On that side of the game, people seem to think he's like he's not the best in the air by any means, but he's uh, more than capable. I think um, there is one thing that Bauer has specifically over Davis, and that's probably a goal threat. I don't, I, I, I don't often see Ben Davis coming for corners, thinking we should get this on his noggin. I think for me, and again, I could this could Bauer's be completely more, wrong. Bauer's more powerful, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, ben, ben Davis always comes up. Need from a centre back, so I mean, I wouldn't call it a massive downside to his game. He always comes up, and he, for me, last season, he always every maybe three or four games seemed to get half a chance mm-hmm. from a corner, but it was always his end product. And I would always put it down to, oh well, he's a defender, you know, blah blah blah. But then Bowers come in and he scored a goal against was it Accrington in the preseason game. Similar sort of thing. Goal uh, corner in from Gallagher. I think it was Gallagher. And yeah, I think it was. Yeah, towered yeah. above his defender in a similar manner to yesterday. Well, apart from the fact that he didn't push the Accrington lad, and it wasn't a questionable foul. But yeah, I think it, it, it was one of them that I've always had in my mind that it was always just going to be a matter of time until he scored this season. Yeah, um, and. If we continue to perform as well as we have, I won't be surprised if he gets halfway to ten. Yeah, no, in terms of goals this year. Well, if he if he goes at the rate he's going, he'll get exactly five. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I agree. He's it's good having that as well because yeah, Story never really looked like uh, scoring, did he? And neither did Hunt because Hunt can't get off the ground anymore. Um, <laughs> Story pulled a great finish out of his locker away at QPR. But, yeah, actually, that was a very good finish, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think Story scored one, did he? And Ben Davis scored one last season. Yeah, which considering Story played half the games that Ben Davis did. Yeah, and I think I don't think Fisher scored. He's, no, he still hasn't scored for us. Even Raff come in and scored more than Fisher. Raff scored one already, and I think Hughes scored three or four last season. Hughes got three last season, didn't he? Yeah, so you'd probably... Two free kicks and the one against get, Millwall. Yeah. yeah, if you get well, like... Probably volley from the edge of the area. Yeah. 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 If you probably want like 10 15 goals from your defenders this season. Mm. So I think probably had five last season. So anyone but, else anyone to chuck into the mix for standout performance? Uh I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered the squad. <laughs> Jaden Stockley, best <laughs> bet for the <laughs> Yeah, go on. I'll, 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 let, I'll let you take the floor on this one, Ali. No, I just quickly going back to Bauer. I just can't wait for Bauer against Jordan Hugo. Ooh. Whenever that's going to be. That's oh, you've wet my appetite already, mate. It's, it's, it's going to break my heart, though. 
that's going to be a serious matchup. That is. Yeah. Um, but not going just on just on the uh, Stockley quickly, like. Oh, no, don't have to rush it, mate. Take as long as you want. How long have you got? As long as you want. I'm quite happy for you to... About six foot three. As long as you stop. That's not very big for a tree, is it? Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Benny, we, where you are, are you a Stockley fan or are we non-post? Or... Um, I, I was when he first came in and then since it, it sort of dawned on me that He's not like Neil's man, really, is he? Judging oh, by really. team selections and things like that. Yeah, I, I think I had quite a similar trajectory. I think me, I, me and you were the same, weren't we? Dan, I, to be honest, I, I was buzzing when when he signed. I thought this. I thought Hugo replacement right here. He started not slowly, but not obviously. He's never very, been not slow, Dan. Very impressively. <laughs> I mean, I mean in terms of performances, but. Uh, but I thought, yeah, I quite like him. Then it became a sense of, well, he's not the best, but I like him, so I want him to do well, a little bit like Mackinock. <laughs> um, See, that's the thing for me. I never actually... in like, With Potts, Potts came in, and I, I actually genuinely liked him, and he obviously had the performances to match. Stockley, I never thought, I, I like you. But I wanted him to do well. I didn't mind him as a player. And then I think the second time that I ever met Ollie, he was like, no, he's shit. Honestly, he was like, honestly, watch him. Just watch him. Just single him out in a game and watch him. And for the next two or three games, I spent quite a bit of time doing that. that he played and I was like, actually, um, yeah, you're right, Ollie. You see, that's what I did after you two like, were like, no, he's a tree. And I was like, no, I quite like him. I quite like him. And you're like, no, sapling. And I was like, okay, well, we'll sit, we'll stay. <laughs> and then... Because I, I don't watch players as individuals when I watch a game. I don't watch it as analytically as probably either of you two. I don't know how you watch games, Ben. Yeah, probably I'm a bit tactically not unaware, just um, uncultured, I would say. So it, it, t- it took a while for Stockley's lack of... Ability to rub off, aren't you? Lack of, use, lack of usefulness. It's just at, physicality. At level, I would say to really dawn on me, but then even was, then, physicality. Fuck me, he's not the best at that, is he? Really? If that's, that's all what he's I mean, got, that's what he lacks. That's was it the whole game in the cup that he was, lost possession? Yeah, yeah. I didn't mention that. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't good at all. Yeah. And do you know what? I think obviously, I'm not a big fan of the Nugent signing, but I think he was more in the air yesterday than probably Stockley has in like nine months. He looked right when he came on against City, you know, Nugent. I was surprised at how fast he still is. He can still... Did he actually look that fast? Because for me on TV, I thought, fuck me, he looks like he's running in treacle. His legs move fast. His legs move fast. There's a difference, isn't there? Uh, Yeah. Maybe. Rose-tinted glasses. It looks like he's rapid, but his legs just go too quick. Like yes, yesterday against Bristol City, he looked all right. Like you said, he came on. He, he had a good cameo for 20 minutes or so. But watching him on TV against City, I was like, oh, he looks like his legs have gone a bit here. I honestly just want him to score once and then... Yeah, I thought it was written in the stars yesterday. It happened. I honestly thought just it was going written back in the stars. Start, like, he's just so easy to defend against. I've said this. It's like, a one-trick pony, isn't it? He's just a pony. He's just a <laughs> a no trick pony. Yeah. He's just he's just pony. <laughs> so, and he the way that Neil wants to play is so clear this season. Like we've used Barky up front, Maguire. We even used Andre Green up front at one stage. Yeah. 
obviously Malt came in, and then now Stockley's not even in the 18. Um, yeah, I think it's gone in January. You need mobility, you just need mobility. Um, the, the thing with Stockley, though, if it comes to January, it, you would imagine he'll have a lot of suitors at League 2 level for a loan. He'll get an easy League 1 move if he's going to go. Mm. He'll easily get a League 1 move. Yeah, probably he will. Probably he's a good finisher, Stockley. If Connor, if Connor Simpson's gone to Accrington at League One, and we've no idea what he's like really, then I, I reckon I reckon he's about he's about Garner's level. I think you're doing Garner a discredit, to be honest. I mean, he, he'll like Stockley will probably score a lot at League One level, but he's he'll probably get six or seven a season in in the Championship. Mm. Mm, yeah, I don't think Stockley will get that this year, to be honest. But, not if he's not in the 18, but I mean, if he was playing, oh, yeah, exactly. if, if he was playing <laughs> consistently, I think he'd probably, he'd probably scrape it. Well, but, he got, was it three or four last year in half a season? Yeah. Yeah, I think with how Neil, every time we set up a game now, the striker's got a very specific like tactical instruction. Yeah. And to carry out any instruction, you've just got to be able to move. And he so, doesn't. Even just across the ground, if it's just screen, screening like at the centre mid, or pressing onto one of the centre backs, you need to. That's why people like Barky and Andre Green have been used ahead of him. Mm. So people still, even now, always top scorers in the league, joint top scorers. Joint, joint top scorers with West Brom scored 17 goals this season. Yeah, I still see people saying they want him to start. Um, and absolutely- I just don't see what people that are saying that. I, I'd love to see what they see for nine minutes to think absolutely- Stockley could come in and do a job here because I've never seen a game this season where I thought Stockley can come in and do a job here. I've I've said before I think there is games where there's room for Stockley. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't disagree with you there. But what I'm saying is the games that I have seen this season, I've never once thought this is this is time for Stockley to come yeah. on. This is what we need. The only time I've thought that was Millwall, and I don't know if he actually came on. He did, and he was shit. Did he? (laughs) Got bots. Did he? I don't remember, but that's the only game I've thought, like, we should go more direct. Because normally when we go direct, it's from deep, and Stockley's useless from deep, but if you're getting crosses in from wide, like actual crosses, then... Like, might, if, should, like if if you're attack if you're attacking the box if you're attacking the box yeah outside the box because I mean if if he gets a chance in the area yeah it looks like he's he's, he good, can, he's a good finish. finisher but, yeah yeah came on against Millwall in the 57th minute and he got booked eight minutes later <laughs> and the square root of fuck all what was the game Jake where um... He came on at half time, I think, and he made four passes in 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 the half. Ah, was and then, um, was it a Hull? Sh- Sh- yeah. Oh my god! It was Hull in the cup, yeah. Because yeah. then I don't think he's he's barely been seen since then. No, um, he, even, we, even against Bradford, I went to Bradford away and he was shocking then. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, so he didn't, he didn't take his chance. Yeah, I don't know. If that, he's, that, that's he, the thing. He, that was his chance. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. Yeah, and he. I think he did more damage. I think he got in the way of an Andre Green shot uh, that looked destined for the yes. top corner and it just went fucking nowhere. It rebounded off his tree head and went somewhere. <laughs> it's called the branches, Jake. No, tree head, Dan. <laughs> um, so but yeah, I think just 
moving away from Stockley, um, and obviously we've mentioned we're joint top scorers in the league this season. I think just on that, it's really good for me that we're seeing the goals spread around a lot more as well. Yeah. Galley's got two, DJ's got five, Maguire's got three or four, Barky's got a couple, um, uh, Raf's got one, Bauer's got one. So you're not, you're not. You're, I don't think I'm ever going to watch a game thinking, "Oh, we're going to struggle to score today," or it's going to be a nil-nil. Yeah, no. Hundred percent. That was similar to last season, I think, as well. Yeah. To a lesser extent, last season because yeah. side on Robinson and Brown, but we still had players chipping in. Mm, I think that was an issue we highlighted in the summer, wasn't it, with Robinson going with. With him and Brown combined last year, I think they contributed to over a quarter of our goals between them. Yeah. If not more. Mm. They, uh, con- they contributed to about 22 between them. I would 20, say. Yeah, 22, 23 yeah. plus assists. And I think each of them had five, six, seven assists each. Um, but yeah, I think unless either of you boys have got Anything else to add, then we can call that a podcast and you can go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evenings. Sweet. Um, Yeah, so thanks for listening to episode 16 of the From the Finney podcast. Um, Apologies that it's coming to you a bit later than usual, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, As always, if you could like, share, retweet, tell your friends, your family, anyone you see in the street, that'd be appreciated. we Talk are random people and tell them to listen to our podcast. No, do absolutely do. <laughs> yeah, we are pretty much available on the vast majority of streaming platforms now. So any of them that you can follow us on or subscribe to us on, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so on, would appreciate it if you could do that. Um, we're also now on YouTube. Uh, the latest episode of the pod will be going up pretty much a day after I reckon each episode's released on the streaming platforms so if you prefer to use YouTube to listen to your podcasts or watch your podcasts not that there's much to watch in ours but yeah you can have it on in the background then just head over to From The Finney at YouTube and subscribe to us on there and we're also on social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter just search From The Finney and just say hello to us Um, and if you liked what Ben had to say thank you for coming on Ben uh, then you can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's just at Penny Ben HD. I think is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to come on the podcast next month, uh, drop us a, a message on Twitter or Facebook, and we can work something out. Uh, and yeah, thanks again for listening. Cheers, boys. Cheers, lads. Thanks for coming up, Ben. Nice yeah. In <laughs> fact, do you want to give your YouTube channel a bit of a shout out? Yeah, so it's just Ben HD on YouTube, regular championship content if you're into that sort of stuff. There we go. Go and give them a stub, I think the YouTube is called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, cheers boys, thanks very much.